Welcome back to Freedom Fridays. In this episode of Freedom Fridays, we're continuing our discussion about the end times and this part specifically about the tribulation period. And we're in the middle of the tribulation. We talked last week about the two witnesses. We talked about the Antichrist breaking his covenant with Israel and God beginning to reign and uh, that the second half is going to be even worse than the first. And now we come to chapter 12 with a picture of a woman and a dragon. Let's take a look. A great sign, verse 1 of chapter 12, appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars, and she was with child, and she cried out, being in labor and in pain, to give birth. Now this is a sign, he says in verse 1. This is not actually happening. This is figurative. And what is, who is this woman? She's clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet. She's got a crown on her head of 12 stars. Um, and she's pregnant and she's in labor and about to give birth. Who is this woman and what's the situation? This woman is um, significant of Israel. This is a, a sign of Israel. And you say, how do you know this? Because of the whole thing here. Now think about this. She represents Israel. She's clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet. Her head has a crown of 12 stars, the 12 tribes of Israel. And those come from her, but she's also pregnant with a son, it says, with a child uh, about to give birth. And this is a representation of Christ because he comes from Israel and so this is the Messiah, Christ. She was with child. She was cried out, being in labor and in pain of, to give birth. Verse 3, Then another sign appeared in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his heads were seven diadems, and his tail swept away a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth, and the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she gave birth, he might devour her child. So now we've got a picture of a dragon. Who is this dragon, this red dragon, great red dragon? That is the enemy of believers, the enemy of God. That is Satan. And so we've got... He's got seven heads, ten horns. On his heads are seven diadems. He's trying to be majestic. He's trying to usurp the place and authority and rule of God. His tail swept away a third of the stars of heaven. What's all that about? If we were to go back to Ezekiel and we find out that... Um, Satan, when he rebelled 
He had a group of angels that followed him and not God. We now call them demons or um, the uh, evil angels or, you know, there's all sorts of names in the scriptures for them. But that is who this is referencing. And it's a third of the stars. So it must have been a third of the angels that followed Lucifer or Satan and not God. And two-thirds with Michael followed God. And so that's the reference here and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that when she gave birth, he might devour her child. Satan's goal has been to disrupt the purpose of God ever since he got thrown out of heaven. He, his goal is to disrupt the purpose of God, disrupt the redemption that we can have from our sins through Jesus Christ and when Christ came to this earth, if you remember, um, we're going into right now our celebrations of Christmas. And it's December now. And um, if you remember back to what happened directly after Jesus was born, his parents were living in um, Bethlehem and the angel visited them and said, get out of town. You need to go to Egypt and hide for a bit. And Herod sent people there because he was upset that there was a new king born. He sent people down there to destroy any child two years old and under based on the time that he had ascertained from the wise men. And so this is that. And she gave birth to a son, verse 5, a male child who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up to God and to his throne. So the child is saved from the attack of Satan. Again and again, we see that throughout the life of Christ, where they pick up stones to stone him, and he walks right through the crowd. And none of them contest that he, he was walking out. And God saved him again and again throughout the 33 years that he was here on the earth. Verse 6, Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God so that she would be nourished for 1,260 days. Again, half of the tribulation. She was guarded by God. And this covenant with the Antichrist was to keep her safe, as well as you can see this happening throughout history. Um, throughout, um, as... The evil people in this world, which are under the influence of Satan, are trying to destroy God's plan. They're also kind of trying to destroy God's people. And you see that even today where, where Hamas is trying to destroy Israel, but it's very reminiscent that the people who are enemies of God have always tried to destroy Israel. 
And there for a while, she was in the wilderness. After the Holocaust and such, there, there was no Israel um, up until that time, until after the Holocaust with, um, with Hitler. There, there just was no nation of Israel left. Um, and so people have tried to destroy them and they have been saved from destruction by God. And you still see that there is a nation of Israel and there are Jewish people that, um, that still exist. And then we have in verse 7, there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon. The dragon and his angels waged war. So now it's showing that the dragon has angels, like we talked about, a third of the angels. And Michael, who is the chief of the angels, an archangel, has two-thirds of the angels with him. There's war in heaven. Um, the evil angels against the good angels. And it says in verse 8, and they were not strong enough, that is the evil angels, the ones with the dragon and his angels, were not strong enough, and there was no longer a place found for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old, who is called the devil, and Satan, who deceives the whole world, he was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. So, there's war going on in heaven, and Satan is completely cast out from here on out. He cannot come back. And you say, well, that happened originally, right? Not completely. If you read in the book of Job, you see that Satan still went back and was... Um, talking with God from time to time, and he would accuse people. He's called in the New Testament even the accuser of the brethren. And so he still has access right now, but at this point that we're studying, he loses his access completely to heaven. Verse 10, Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come, for the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, he who accuses them before our God day and night. So he has been accusing us day and night. So when you think of who is tempting you and such, most likely it's not the devil because he's busy accusing us before God day and night. It might be his cohorts that are tempting you, but probably not the devil himself. He's got more important things to do. But at this point, now that he's kicked out, he's thrown down and you see um, the, a loud voice in heaven worshiping and praising God because Satan has been kicked out. Verse 11, and they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony and they did not love their life even when faced with death. This is reference to the saints. This is a reference to believers who would rather die than to deny Christ, to deny their Lord. And um, because of that, God is to be 
worshipped. And how did they overcome him? Because of the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And the two go hand in hand. Because our testimony that Jesus has saved us from our sins is all because of the blood of Jesus, the Lamb of God. And so these are inseparable things. The word of our testimony is a testimony to what God has done and how he has saved each of us. Verse 12, For this reason rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, knowing that he has only a short time. So the devil understands that he has such a short time at this point. He's been thrown down. Woe to the earth even more, because not only are they going to have the judgment of God, but they also will have the judgment of Satan, because he is ticked off. Because God has kicked him out for good. And he knows that his time is short and that he had better get about his business because he is doomed. And so he is going to cause all sorts of havoc on the earth. And when the dragon saw that he was thrown down to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. Who is that woman again? That's Israel. And so now we're halfway through this tribulation and she was protected for half. And now there's going to be great persecution of Israel halfway through the tribulation. But the two wings of the great eagle were given to the woman so that she could fly into the wilderness to her place where she was nourished for a time and times and half a time, again, another half of the tribulation, from the presence of the serpent. And the serpent poured out water like, uh, like a river out of his mouth after the woman, so that he might cause her to be swept away with the flood. But the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened its mouth and drank up the river which the dragon poured out of his mouth. So the dragon was enraged with the woman and went off to make war with the rest of her children who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. So now Satan is trying his best or his worst to try and destroy Israel. And he tries to destroy Israel. God saves her from her destruction. He tries again and tries to sweep her away. And God saves her from destruction. And he decides, I can't destroy the whole thing, so I'm going to now make war with the rest of her children. Who are the rest of her children? But the believers in Jesus the Christ, the believers in the Messiah, the believers that Jesus is God the Son, and that he is the Messiah that was promised, and so that would be any believers during the tribulation that have come to Christ during the tribulation. He's going to make war against them since he cannot destroy the physical nation of Israel. He's going to try and destroy all of the people who are God's people. So the, the rest of her children who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. And next week, we're going to take a look 
at a couple of beasts and, and such that are in the middle of the tribulation. Again, there's a lot going on. It's been three and a half years of God's judgment. We're going right into three and a half more years of God's judgment. And not only God's judgment, but the wrath of Satan on this earth as well, because he is ticked off that he's been kicked out and that he is he's he has short only a short time left, three and a half years. And um, so there's so much going on in the middle of this. And yes, it is very confusing and very hard to follow. That's why we're going to take it in smaller bits so that we can hopefully understand more about what's going on in this time frame, this vital time frame in the middle of the tribulation. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you again next week on Freedom Fridays. (music) 